all, how are we doing? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'm recording this on the 9th of December and it's nice. I've had already last weekend, I mean it wasn't a Christmassy weekend, but I was at a gig and this weekend I've got Christmas night out and gonna go out for some food and things. So it already feels like that kind of December vibes when you know that like every weekend you have something coming up. And in terms of like check-ins with clients and conversations with clients, um, they're exactly the same. They've kind of got a packed schedule. And I've been working through with them and chatting with them about how we're approaching Christmas um, at this time of year. And I thought it'd be useful to kind of talk about that on here a bit as well. Because I think everyone in the fitness industry, and I don't know if this is just because it's what I see on my Instagram, but seems to have like a different view or tactic or how they're encouraging people to approach this time of year around their health and fitness goals. So let's talk about Christmas. (laughs) So in terms of what I've seen some coaches approaches are and this is maybe like a little bit of an old school approach in that it's the case of look if you want to hit your goals there's always going to be something coming up which has some value to it and in that look if you can't stick now it's not like it's any different now to any other time of the year which is not entirely true but again has some merit and then it's the case of if you have a goal, whether that's, you know, a fat loss goal, a goal of building muscle, or a goal that you have a strict routine that you want to stick to with the gym and with your nutrition, and you decide that at this time of year, like, you are just going to continue with that. So continue with eating the same things, sticking to a calorie deficit if you're looking for fat loss, making sure you're exercising regularly, all these things are good and healthy and conducive to reaching your goals but whether it's Christmas or not what we don't want is to be so strict on those things and have no flexibility there so one way of going at it is just completely trying to ignore the fact that it's Christmas and continuing being too strict another thing I see people say is right guys come on it's only it's only one day don't stress about it, you know, it's not going to put you off your goals, it's just one day. And realistically, it's not just one day. Well, for some people it maybe is. I know for me it's not just one day, it's Christmas Day, it's Christmas Eve, it's between Christmas and New Year that I'm not necessarily going to be actively overeating on those days, but it's days that actually I'm maybe not going to go to the gym or I'm not solely focusing on am I getting in enough protein or... Am I eating things that'll make me feel really good? (laughs) Sometimes I want to eat things that are potentially not that nutrient dense, but I'm doing it in a place with my family. So kind of saying, oh, it's only one day. Don't don't, like stop stressing about it and just get back back on it as such. I feel is also not entirely useful because it's not taking into account of the reality of what the situation is. And then I feel more so in recent years, there's almost an encouragement to overeat at Christmas. Like, for example, like, 
it doesn't matter. This only comes around once a year. You just do you. And I partially agree with that. But at the same time, overeating for the sake of overeating just because it's Christmas is also not useful for anyone. Even if you are someone who is completely moving away from any kind of dieting mindset, moving towards more food neutrality, actively overeating just for the sake of it is not useful in that situation either. So as usual, the approach usually lies somewhere in the middle and ultimately it comes down to whatever you feel your values are. So for some of my clients who have fat loss goals, they're continuing to pursue that into December. Some of them are aware that they may not reach the progress that they maybe would on other months because they do have Christmas nights out, they do have Christmas itself and on those days they're not going to be sticking to a calorie deficit. So although they are making progress towards their fat loss goals, it's having that understanding and acceptance that it might not be the rate of progress that you could if these things didn't happen. And so long as you're at peace with that, then that is absolutely fine. Some of my other clients are just, it's deciding to stick at around like a maintenance level. You know, I might not see progress in my fat loss this month, but that's okay. Still perhaps sticking to deficit calories or quote unquote their normal eating habits through the week, but they know at the weekends they're gonna have a little bit more food and then it just balances out. Some people, a lot of my clients don't don't track at all and are instead taking a more intuitive approach, which actually serves you well all year round, to be honest. Um, so ultimately it comes down to what, back again, what are your values at this point in the year? If your value is aesthetics, then obviously yes, sticking to a calorie deficit over the month as a whole is going to be important and that may mean making some sacrifices, you know, in terms of what you choose for your Christmas night out dinners, what you choose to drink on those evenings. Perhaps your values are spending time with friends and family. And that looks like eating home-cooked meals and desserts made by your auntie or your mom or your nan or someone in your household. I listed all women there. <laughs> but, um, and in that time, you're, it's more valuable to you for you to be present in that moment and eat those foods, no matter what the kind of calorie content is, because that's what's most important to you. So it's getting really clear on what is important to you at this time of year and changing your habits or more being kinder to yourself on what you want to do because ultimately what happens very frequently around Christmas is people go in with an expectation of oh this year it's going to be different I'm not going to massively overeat maybe try and over restrict or they're just actually eating normally and then they feel these feelings of guilt for having multiple weekends out on the trot and feeling really full on Christmas day and actually because in the back of their mind they said no I still really wanted to achieve fat loss and and I just haven't that's where that kind of feelings of guilt and shame come in and ultimately it's probably going to end up when it hits the new year is you're going to go far too restrictive and then the cycle begins again and again and again if you go in with the mindset of do you know what I might not make as much progress this month if I want to be more relaxed and laid back on these occasions and then you can almost make peace with it a little bit more 
I fully imagine that someone in that situation is less likely to go over the top on Christmas snacks, Christmas dinner, when than someone who's kind of trying to hold back, even though it feels not really what they want to do, really, in the moment. So ultimately, I think a question that is going to be the most useful and serve you the most at this time is, what will my future self thank me for? And if your long-term goal is weight loss or fat loss, your future self is not going to thank you for overeating at Christmas for the sake of overeating, because the reality is it is going to put you backwards with your with your fat loss progress. Your future self will thank you more so if at that time you had, you know, you stopped at <laughs> five roast potatoes. You know, I'm not relating it to Christmas Day itself actually because I would rather just relax on Christmas Day. But for example, you're at the Christmas markets. Your future self is gonna thank you for you deciding actually just to have a hot chocolate not a hot chocolate and a cake and donuts and all these things because that's going to make you feel a bit shit in the moment and put you on the back foot in terms of your fat loss results. Obviously, one day will not, but if that was you across Christmas consistently making those choices, your future self is going to have more work to do down the line. However, will my future self thank me for over-restricting at this time or not being fully present at my Christmas night out and choosing the shitty salad option on the menu, your future self is probably going to look back and think, oh my god, it was a special night with people that I enjoy spending time with. I wish I'd just not, I'd been a bit more present and not been stressing about my food choices. So those are two kind of very opposite ends of the spectrum. But that's a very useful question to ask yourself in that situation. Another um, really useful tool to use in the moment, and this is one um, that I've very much taken and I'm inspired by um, Emma Story Gordon, who coaches on the nutrition course that I um, am on, EIQ. And it's having, asking yourself, is this food or is this food choice a puck yes or a no and by that I literally mean like for example let's say it's a like Christmas drink from Starbucks like a hot chocolate or something like that for me that like although it would taste delicious it wouldn't be a like puck yes like, I'm not sitting here thinking like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. I know I would really enjoy that and it would bring me so much joy after it. Therefore, it would just be a no. If I had a mint pie sitting in front of me, that is a puck yes, because I know I will enjoy that so much and it's not something I have obviously all year round and I'll really savour it and it'll bring me joy. So, and at Christmas, when there's so many kind of snacks, chocolates, different foods going about, Eating things, again, for the sake of eating things, is not going to bring you joy down the line. Is it a puck? Yes. Like, are you going to remember eating that thing? And are you going to taste it and really appreciate how delicious it is? Then it's worth having. If it's going to, like, mm, it's just there, I'm just eating it, you know, ask yourself that question. Is it is it worth it? Like, literally, is it worth it? Is it going to bring me joy? And if the answer is no, then save that space for things that are going to be a puck yes. Some other ones is hunger cues. 
And this works in both ways across this time because I found that I was very guilty of doing that at the weekend in that I had a Christmas night out and it was at like seven-ish and I, no, I was going to a gig in London, sorry. And I didn't have any like food before I went out. Like I had lunch and then it was the gig and I, I hadn't had any food and I was starving, like absolutely starving. And it was cause, you know, I'd kind of gone back into that old ways thing. I know I'm gonna be drinking, I know it's gonna be more calories, I just won't eat. And then I was absolutely like so hungry to the point I felt ill by the time I got back to Brighton in the evening, which meant that I would eat something and I wouldn't be able to eat it mindfully because I was just starving. It works on the other end of the spectrum as well in that, again, are you eating it for the sake of eating it? Have that internal check-in with yourself. Scale of one to 10, one being I'm absolutely starving and actually I should probably have a meal and 10 being if I eat anything else, I might vomit. <laughs> and if you're kind of, your scale is, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, obviously, then maybe you're not hungry for it and you are again, just having it for the sake of having it. So checking in with your hunger cues can be really useful at this time as well. Because again, it's another one. What will my future self thank me for? If I'm already full and I decide to just push it and push it and push it, you're gonna feel like shit in the moment as well. Not even your future self weeks and months down the line. So always asking what my future self thanked me for or even myself in half an hour's time. Finally, still just honoring your health during this time. I think people kind of forget about that and that goes out the window. Like we're not talking about fat loss or aesthetics or how you look. Like honestly, are you honoring your health during this time because a month is a long time to just not think about that and have that at the forefront. So during this time, yes, although I may be having a few more mince pies than normal and I've had more alcohol than normal, I am still making sure I eat vegetables. I'm still ensuring that I get protein in my diet. I still do 10,000 steps minimum per day and I'm still exercising because my health is of great value to me and it's important to me. Health also looks like, by the way, going out for dinner, socializing, being present with family. So you are honoring your health doing those things too, but are you giving your body the nutrients it needs? Are you moving it? Because again, that is something your future self will thank you for. And just because it's Christmas, it doesn't mean your health has to go in the bin. Are you getting adequate sleep if you've got Christmas nights out and work? All my clients have crazy work at the moment finishing up for Christmas and so many people have horrible colds and things. Are you staying hydrated? Are you getting sufficient rest? Are you taking time to manage stress? All these things at this time of year are still so incredibly important but we kind of seem to forget about them and then January comes around and everyone's on a health kick because they just feel so shit after overdoing it at Christmas. Like how about if you, instead of going into Christmas with an element of like, how am I gonna control my weight? Or like I was like, what, what approach am I gonna take to Christmas? Do you know what? Probably the best one would be like, how can I honor my health this month? Like what can I do to ensure that I'm looking after my body in this month? And it is, it is all those things. It is eating a balanced diet, which includes veg, protein, fruit, and going on nights out. 
but it also includes moving your body. It includes on those days when you feel hungover and it's dark and it's crappy weather outside, actually maybe going and getting a little bit of fresh air and just moving your body a bit will do it the world of good. So it goes back to kind of adulting yourself a little bit there as well. Like if you had a kid in December, would that would you just say, oh, it's Christmas, it's cool, you don't have to eat any veg this month? Of course you wouldn't. So hopefully that was useful in terms of, and obviously these are approaches for this time of year, but really all of them kind of count at any time of year. And I think looking at Christmas in December, like it is this month, like we already precede it with this notion of I'm gonna overeat this month. Like I know, like a couple of my clients said that to me in check-ins, like I know this month because there's more more festive things around, it's I'm gonna overeat and I'm gonna feel crappy and I'm gonna, it's gonna make me more stressed. If you go in with that notion, then that is exactly what's going to happen. You're almost kind of allowing yourself to make those choices before you've even crossed the bridge of being presented with that situation. So my advice for anyone going into this month is still honouring your health and keeping that at the forefront. Um, And yeah, so next week I will be back with the final podcast of 2021. And then I'm off ski for two weeks up to Scotland um, to spend Christmas with my family. I'm back down here for New Year and let's keep everything crossed that next time when I talk to you in 2022, we're not on like some kind of crazy lockdown again. Hope and pray everyone.